Hello and welcome to the spooky Halloween edition of the Holt and Walt podcast. That's right, it's October and in today's episode we're talking about, you guessed it, horror. From movies to books to Alan's complete lack of knowledge of anything to do with any good horror movies. Woohoo! If you are a regular listener, then thank you, you are a rare breed. But you will probably be aware of the fact that we tend to be a little bit rambly. But in today's special episode, we decided to stick to the topic. The topic being horror. And we've actually done an almost good job of it. Still a bit rambly from time to time, but we're pretty much there. So I hope you enjoyed the episode. Oh, also... I will just do this here at the start of the at the start of the episode. We we talk about it right at the end, but chances are ninety nine percent likely that you'll be gone by then. So I'll I'll tell you now. We actually can be contacted via email. I know twenty first century. Here we come. Uh, if you want to send an email to me, it's holt at holtonwalt dot com. If you want to send an email to Alan, the other guy who is also on this podcast, then it's Walt at haltandwalt.com. There are two L's in Walt, so W-A-L-L-T at the rest of what I said, haltandwalt.com. Is that clear? Probably not very clear. Now, you may be asking yourself, what sort of thing would I want to email these two dumblewits about? Well, you can email us about anything you like. You can uh, tell us how much you love the show. You can tell us how funny and interesting and insightful we are. Since it's Halloween, you can send us some abuse and in minute detail tell us exactly how you're going to kidnap us, lock us up and slowly murder us. That would be really great. So please send your emails in and if you're lucky, we might even read yours out. That's right. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? Okay, on with the show. Uh, I'm just going to do a little horror laugh to lead us in. Good evening. Good evening, Mr. Wallet. How are you doing? Pretty good. Long, Long time, time no beer. speak. Uh, <laughs> no haircut. Well, we finish each other's sandwiches. Yeah, very good. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I've got long hair. For the listener, we can see each other like last time we put the video on. Yeah, thankfully, Seb can't see my desk. It's a mountain of cables. Uh, there are four different headphones. Um, yeah, but let's not get My into desk that. is actually quite tired at, um, tidy at the moment because we had to take a picture of our desks and send it into work. Oh, to make what? sure that we're working on a um, safe environment. We had to take really? a picture of our workstations and send them in, so I had to tidy it because it was... An full of radioactive tip. waste? It was full of mugs, wires, um, dust, things like that. Well, and now it's spotless. Yeah, I've put my tea to the right side of the computer. Terrific. Yeah, so it doesn't spill over the mountain of cables, Cable City. Now, I wonder if the listeners, our regular listeners, all of them, have picked up on the fact that you might sound a little bit different to normal. Yes. Um, recently caught a cold. Mm. Uh, COVID cold? 
No, no. Actually, I don't have a cold. Um, it's a, it's a new microphone. Oh, you've joined yeah. the ranks of the nice mic platoon. I I have to apologise though because I'm recording next to the bathroom as well. So if you hear any uh, <laughs> yeah. flushes, yeah, yeah, it wasn't Odd me. Flatulence. Okay, all right, no worries. And it looks quite nice as well on your screen. It looks like a little disco ball. Yeah, underneath it's your ca- chin. It's kind of distracting seeing yourself in the video feed. You just get, you're going to keep drifting off as you (laughs) stare into your own eyes longingly. Yeah. Gosh. It doesn't surprise me. Those long locks. It's curly. So we've decided to do something a little novel for this episode. Something which um, I think we're going to be breaking new ground. We've decided to have a theme. Mm. I know that this is pretty special for podcasts. Normally they just sort of go off on a tangent and talk about absolute nonsense. But this isn't that kind of podcast, is it? Yeah. So today, since we have entered October, we are talking about horror movies. Or just horror in general. Well, horror in general. We can can branch out, sure. What you mean, like novels and... uh... Yeah, I mean, all real life horror, true horror. How about that? I don't have much true horror well i have to think about that ghost stories stories? problem with that is this what what about that time you were really drunk and i had an exam (laughs) the next day (laughs) that's not a horror story that's a funny story i mean that's a story of depends it depends on uh which way you look at it on your perspective yeah yeah think about this right you're panicking uh it's late at night you've got you've got an exam the next day yeah yeah and then suddenly, someone creeps into your room. Uh, well, I, it's not really creeping, actually. Um, they, they, they burst into your room, drunk, like <laughs> smashed. Like me. Yeah, having having finished uh, mm. finished all his exams and um, wakes me up. You're not painting me in a good light here. Yeah, well, maybe we can cut this bit out. I don't, I don't want to. No, I, I like to, it. I don't. I don't want to embarrass you, but I'm not embarrassed. I, oh, okay. what? Which bit? Uh, well, the next part. <laughs> <laughs> Seb bursts into the room and uh, drunk. He's obviously finished his exams. And Reese is trying to tame him. Uh, he's, he's I'm untamable. Like, yeah. And uh, starts, uh, well, climbs onto the bed, wakes me up, and, and starts kissing me on the back. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. That, that all was... in an effort just to annoy you. It's not a, <laughs> it's not a homoerotic thing. I mean, well, it's quite homoerotic. Well, it's quite, it's, it's quite romantic. It's quite nice. Yeah, you know? yeah. If I didn't have an exam the, the next day, it wouldn't have been a horror. It, this was after a significant a number of Jaeger bombs, though. In my defence, yeah. and then I think I sort of collapsed and yeah. fell asleep, and then they dragged me out and played well, the bongos on my stomach. Reese's favourite thing is to try and throw people in the shower. But that's the worst thing when you're drunk. Is it? I well, thought when, like a splash of cold water was supposed to be good for you. Yeah, but in the shower, like most showers, you're just going to slip. I was out drinking with a friend once in Plymouth. Oh, yeah. And he got, and we were going to have a good night, but he got really drunk way, way too early. Sort mm-hmm. of. The first place we went, he had three of the strongest drinks that they had. Mm-hmm. And then he was 
he was out of it. And I was quite drunk myself, so I went. We I took him outside. He was sort of throwing up. Mm. Um, we went to a shop, and I bought three or four bottles of water, and then I just went outside and started <laughs> pouring them in his head, <laughs> trying to sober him up. Yeah, brutal anyway. step. You just uh, ended up with a like a, an angry, wet, drunk person. Okay, let's get to it. So, right. horror. Yeah. Question number one from Seb to Alan. That's Holt to Walt. Mm-hmm. Do you, Holt, I mean, Alan, Walt, do Take you... Take this married man to be your lawfully best man. Do you enjoy horror movies, books, uh, media? Enjoy is a strong word. It has, like, certain connotations. I mm-hmm. watch them, mm-hmm. and I finish them, and I think to myself, I wish I never watched that. <laughs> but, but then after I go, oh, that was, that was brutal. That was gruesome. Yeah. Like, it's like a week later after, after I've stopped getting nightmares. Um, <laughs> a week? That, that yeah, I, I think, oh, that was, a, that was a really good movie. It actually shocked me. Like, not many movies leave you with this strong emotion. Yeah, they do invoke the strongest of emotions, I think, pretty much of any movie. And and they can range the whole spectrum. They can be funny. Mm. They can sometimes be sad and emotional. Yeah, I think some, some of the horrors, some of the horror comedies are just phenomenally funny. Well, why do you think it is that people enjoy horrors so much you you wouldn't sit down and watch a real movie of real people getting their heads cut off and all that sort of stuff um the average person wouldn't anyway yeah so why do we enjoy it when it's a movie and sort of an artificial thing uh for the simple fact that we enjoy any movie that takes us on an emotional roller coaster it's like oh here's an emotion experience it and uh (laughs) i think i think People who shy away from horrors, you know, it's understandable. Why would you want to do that? But, you know, if you never watch a horror, you're, you're missing out a, an important emotion. But they are Fear. frightening. The whole reason you, yeah, people, you generally in life want to avoid fear, yeah. I would say. But you seek out horror to be frightened. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's got something to do with the fact that it's in the safety in your own home? It's like you go on a roller coaster and that's scary. Yeah, but you know that you're gonna, you're gonna get off safe. of the roller coaster at the end. If 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 you I if mean, you went unless, to a, if you went on a roller coaster and if there was a one percent chance, what is it? Final Destination? Yeah, fin- <laughs> yeah. With the with the roller coasters. If you if you went on a roller coaster and there was a one percent chance that you were gonna die on it, you probably yeah. wouldn't do it. Now one percent is pretty high. Yeah, that's what you I know, mean. That's like every hundred times the roller coaster goes, like one person dies. If there was a 1% chance that every time you watched a horror movie, you would die, you probably yeah. wouldn't do it. No. But, but you're safe You're safe at home. Wait, it sounds like you've got an idea of why people watch horror movies. It, it's... it's Not, necess- not really. I, no. I think, yeah, you, 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 it is the same thing. You get on a roller coaster or something like that. It's a bit of a... I... Seeking the thrill a little bit. Mm. And you're doing it from the comfort of your own home. I don't know. They know, tend to be question. they tend to be more independent as well. Horror movies they there's a good variety in movies, and you tend to see stuff in them which you don't necessarily yeah. in films. Well, I have a little factoid for you. Oh, factoid of the day! Yeah, yeah. Why why are children afraid of the dark? 
I don't know, Alan. Why are children afraid of the dark? Well, apparently, uh, many million years ago, when we were living around a campfire, That's if a you strayed ago. away from the light, which was the mm. campfire, you would mm-hmm. probably get eaten by something in the jungle. Therefore, it's a survival mechanism to stay close to the warmth and the light, which animals fear. Mm, that's very good. Makes sense. If you're in the jungle, what if you didn't live in the jungle? Uh, you, a saber-toothed tiger in the open. I'm, a woolly mammoth might step on you. Or you might just wander off and uh, and get lost. Fall down a cliff. That's true. That's true. Are there, are there any prehistoric horror movies? Hmm, there must be. Come on. Think about uh, it. Uh, uh, are there? Hmm, there must be. Apo- uh, uh, oh yeah, Apocalypto. That's pretty that's, good. That, that's kind of horror slash chase scene. Um, I watched uh, on your recommendation. Oh yeah. Oh. The Lighthouse. Oh, no! What I thought you were going to say. What, Is that what? a horror? Uh it's psychological. It's got horror elements, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's but, a good film. That's what I'm talking about when it can be. Sort of independent and a bit off the wall. Yeah, it was it was really good thematically. It's black and white. You've got Willem Dafoe, who's just a phenomenal old cranky man. With, yeah, he's great. He goes on these wild monologues that sound like they've been ripped from an H.P. Lovecraft passage. Yes, yeah. um, talking about Bellswater bile, bully, <laughs> bubbling up from your bosom and. And like yeah. you said, it's black and white, and it's quite um, it's, it's narrow. I don't know what the ratio is. It's not like oh, a widescreen it, movie. It's narrow. Yeah, so it yeah. Feels very claustrophobic. Yeah, four to three. It feels old, old styley, and yeah, thematically, it's so great. But I tell you what ruins it. Um, Robert Pattinson's accent. His was his accent's great. It's no, perfect. no, no. It's so over the shop. I don't know if he's trying to match like Willem Dafoe's accent, like his kind of Irish old man sea salty sea dog accent. I thought and he was really good in it. Physically, he's really good in any sort of scene where he's not talking or if he's screaming, like it's good. But uh, no, it's not. Uh, it's not consistent. It kind of takes me out of the movie. And in in another movie. I felt the same. His French accent was so bad. Oh, what's all this uh, Robert Pattinson hate that's coming out here, Alan? Was no, expecting I, that. I, I like him as a person. Don't get me wrong. Like I've I'm never sure met a, him. I'm sure he's a lovely guy, <laughs> but his accent is just not not. Okay. Also, what I like about his acting is is that it doesn't look like Robert Pattinson like, in the Lighthouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, is that him? Um, and then with the accent, you're like, oh yeah. He is quite sort of rugged looking. Mm. One thing you were talking about then, like thematically, sometimes I very rarely when I'm watching a movie can really pick up on themes and things like that. And sometimes when I read about a movie afterwards, I feel like an idiot if I haven't understood it in the way that Uh, some people do. Do you ever get that issue? Yeah. So watching that, I I didn't pick up any metaphors or whatever. Bringing Um, it back round to horror. Yeah. I think a good example of that is The Shining. I have never really understood what's going on in The Shining. That that movie, I've always found it a bit boring. I know it's a classic, but I've always found it a bit boring and I just don't know what it's about. There's weird stuff going on and well, weird imagery and I don't know. The point does it is. have to be about something? Can't it no. just be about like um, a haunted place? 
like the the I I, I don't. It's based on a book, so you, if you read the book, you'd probably get more. I've read the book. They're they're completely different. Um, it doesn't have to be about anything in particular, right? It doesn't have to be, but I think often those kind of movies they do have a subtext and. Mm. Sometimes you can get it, and sometimes you can't, and sometimes I feel a bit stupid if I don't understand a movie. Well, okay, let's. Okay, what about Dale and Tucker versus Evil? Now that's a great movie. That's what. A, what's the I don't metaphor? know. There's any metaphors in that one. No. Uh, that's a good example of a horror comedy. I'd yeah. say one of my favourites. Uh, Is it? Sp- Especially the scene where he hucked himself into the woodchipper. <laughs> yeah. If you watch that movie, after you watch that film, every other horror that you watch, you can put a different spin on it, really. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Cabin in the Woods is another one like that. Yeah. I, I, When I first watched Cabin in the Woods, I was like, oh my God, this is so cliche. This is rubbish. Like, I, and, I, and I didn't finish it. I only watched like 10 oh, minutes. Really? And then everyone was like, oh, no, 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 just finish That's it, just finish point. it. And it, yeah, it's part of the point, but I didn't get it. I didn't get it. It was supposed to be a, a comedy. So do you like the classic horrors when you think, what do you think of when you think of a classic horror? Um, My mind automatically gravitates to books when, when it comes to horror. Like okay. I, I love horror books and um, horror cartoons. I actually, I think, I think some people who like horror, just by accident, watch some of it as a kid, or had some like scary stories read to them. You know, some of the, some of the old Grimm's fairy tales are really gruesome. Mm. Like uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog, that was a horror oh, yeah. cartoon, yeah, specifically made for kids. Mm-hmm. That one, that is that is particularly creepy. It's a pink dog who lives in the middle of nowhere uh with with eustace and uh you remember Marine. it quite well samurai but, jack that's got a good horror episode yeah yeah there is um gravity falls which is somewhat comedy a little bit horror in the in the overarching story that's another cartoon network um mm-hmm. show but um, a fantastic one that should be still on Netflix is Over the Garden Wall. Okay. And that's got that's voice acted by Elijah Woods. Oh. I think it was produced by Cartoon Network. Really, really good. Um, these boys get lost in the woods and one of them wears um, a jug on his head and, and you, don't, <laughs> you don't know why. But every episode okay. takes you through a slightly different version of horror elements mm-hmm. just like courage the cowardly dog is episodic different different horror different beasts so if i say to you classic horror you don't think of things like halloween the, the, the movie or just the yeah. the festival the, the movie halloween no i don't think you've i've not, seen that you've not seen halloween no good gracious okay uh what about um nightmare on elm street oh uh, I've seen the Nightmare Before Christmas. No. That's a fantastic... <laughs> well, that's, I suppose that's a horror, isn't it? I guess, in a way. Yeah. And what, what's that other one that Cor- Cor- 
Corina, Cortana, Cor something. Cortana, Coraline. Coraline. That was a fantastic horror, actually. That is creepy. That's great. It is a children's movie, a child's movie, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, The Secret of Nim. That's a great cartoon. Very old, 1970s. Not animated movie, not made by Disney. Um, Wow, a rare breed. Yeah, it follows rats and mice about their life, and the rats are much bigger than the mice, and there's a bit of cannibalism. Good gracious. And it's for kids. Watership Down. Watership yeah. down. Sorry, I'm doing. I'm just listing off movie. I, I don't think this is good. You're not. You're not very good on the um, horror topic here, Alan. You haven't even seen the, the classic ones. So, what I've seen about the Shining? Yeah, Shining. Do you like it? Uh, it, it gets better towards the end. Bit Stanley Kubrick esque. Mm. Oh, what about the sequel to The Shining, which came out not that long ago? Um, Doctor Sleep. Oh no, I've not seen that. That's good. I recommend it. I, you should read the book as well. Okay. Have you okay. have you read much Stephen King? No, I haven't read a single Stephen King. Oh no, no, that's not true. I've I've read one, but it's not the it's it's the Gunslinger. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's kind of cool. You only read the first one. Yeah. There's seven or eight of those, I think. Yeah, I didn't want to get into it. <laughs> it's a good series. It's very interesting. I think if you're going to read um, the Dark Tower series, the Gunslinger. You need to be quite familiar with Stephen King's work because it he creates a Stephen King universe mm, yeah. without going into it too much. No, All I know what that means. That's the are, trouble. Are connected, so but, I think it's a good idea to read a lot of his stuff before you get into into the Gunslinger the, and the Dark the, Tower. What about the Exorcist? Well, the Exorcist is possibly my favourite horror. Of all time. It's one of my favourite movies, I think. Really? Yeah. I love it. Charlotte says it's her... It's, it's probably the most disturbing movie she's ever seen. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, she says the old horrors uh, are much scarier than, than the newer horrors. Take, for well, example, don't... like Stephen King's It. The old one, right, the, um, the clown... He's dressed in makeup and he looks like a, I don't know, a 40-year-old down and out, just someone who's lost his job, demented guy. So it could be anyone. But Mm. the newer it is this monster that's quite stylized and a little bit less realistic. I have a lot of problems with the new it. I I don't even necessarily feel like it's strictly a horror. It's more kind of like in the Stranger Things vein where it's cashing in on all this 80s nostalgia which is going around at the moment. Oh, okay. the, the horror in it is very, very sort of by the numbers. It's very standard. It doesn't really... In the book, it is something which t- takes on the form of the thing which you are most terrified of. And it's very disturbing and very creepy. But in the film, it was just kind of... Right. It felt very standard, modern horror fare. Yeah. Um, and too much CGI as well. I think that's something which can really bring you out of a, of a horror movie. That's something which, mm. you know... Like Charlotte's saying, old movies they don't they can't fall back on that so much. It's they they can feel much more visceral, much more real. Even if you look at something very low budget, like um, the original, um, what's that cabin in the woods one? Thing? Evil Dead, the first oh. Evil Dead movie. I've not watched that by Sam Raimi. 
you haven't seen any of the. What are you doing talking about horrors? I, I'm trying to podcast. catch up with you. What's, what's all you the... talked about so far is Cartoon Network. And... <laughs> um, um, I'll, I'll tell you yeah, a horror that film well, I do like. Yeah, I think I think special effects, mm. um, real practical effects, and fortunately, I think in movies that's making a bit of a comeback these days. But yeah, when you, yeah um, take for example the, the thing. I yes, watched the thing. that. Fantastic. That the special effects are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so. It, it, it. I think there are different types of horrors as well. There can be like disgusting horror, and there can yeah. be psychological horror, comedy horror, um, and that one is definitely suspense. A bit of psychological stuff because you never, you just don't know. I don't want to give it away if no one's seen it, but. But the um, thing, yeah, yeah the, the thing has it some makes, great scenes. It, I mean, it does look dated. The effects, it's obviously, it doesn't look real. I'll tell you something that doesn't look dated. Uh, Alien. Okay, well, that's another one which, oh, I can't say everything is my favourite, can I? But I think that's that that and, yeah, The Exorcist are probably my two favourites. Alien is um, fantastic. I think sometimes it does still look a bit dated. It was very low budget. But the spaceship feels very real. Yeah. Um, I mean, does there have to be a metaphor in that? I'm not saying that every movie needs to have a metaphor, but sometimes when you watch a movie where there's obviously mm. supposed to be something else said, a lot of the Stanley Kubrick movies were like that. You know, if you watch Eyes Wide Shut, what's that really about? I've not seen that. Or, um. <laughs> You're just gonna list. You know what? I haven't seen The Birds. Okay. Supposedly well, a lot that's... of people probably haven't seen the birds, but yeah, okay. birds is great. That's um, that's not Stanley Kubrick. Mm. That's what's his face, you know, Alfred Hitchcock. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. according to Stephen King, there's three levels of horror, mm-hmm. and sort of the base level, as you were sort just the, alluding to, really. The number one, number two, number three. Number one yeah. is you wet yourself. Number two. No, <laughs> yes, number two. Well, I mean, it's in the name. What's number yeah. three then? It's a combination of yeah, one plus two. Uh, yeah, double trouble. Yeah, level one, the gross out. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of like your bloody, gory, pussy, just disgusting stuff. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a very base level. Um, and then next up is horror. I can't remember what horror is. Well, I mean, that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Horror is the graphic portrayal of the unbelievable caused by the sight of something so implausible. So, for example, in It, when you see um, the clown turning into something really creepy and it's like, oh my God, that's scary. It's not necessarily mm. gory. It's just mm. a terrifying sight. And then the yeah. third level is terror, which is the scariest of all, which is just a general feeling, I think. It's just, mm. um, yeah, where you're just constantly afraid and, and it's just... There's no respite. There's no there's no safety mm-hmm. net. Yeah. I would say a film that, that terrified me the most, because I watched it when I was young, uh, was Event Horizon. Oh, my... Yes. And I think there's a special place... That covers all three bases, I think. Yeah, there's a special place for sci-fi horror. I think it has the ability to scare me a bit more than than 
other types of horror. Event Horizon combines so much that sci-fi, you're on a spaceship, you can't escape. Like Mm -hmm. Alien, it's the same thing. The spaceship Mm -hmm. is an enemy, essentially, in that movie. It confines you, it's working against you. Mm. The hidden corridors, the confined spaces, claustrophobia. Um, So it's the sci-fi bit. It's also got a portal to hell in it. Yeah. So it covers that base of being sort of demonic, which is a bit of a throw-around word in horror, but uh, it's incredibly gory. Some of the scenes, like the 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 videotapes that they find from the previous crew, mm. are some of the most disturbing images ever put to film. I think. Yeah. Try it's well that acted. Samuel. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I watched it when I was quite young as well, and it's always <laughs> been with me. Yeah. Sam oh, Neill, Lawrence, Flish, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, mm-hmm. the guy who plays Draco Malfoy's dad, who I can never remember. Os- uh, no, I- Isaac. No, <laughs> I can't remember his name. That is a good one. And I, I, I tell you why I like sci-fi horror, because it, it sort of ties in with my love of H.P. Lovecraft and Cthulhu and all those dark, mysterious short stories, is that I think the scariest thing of all is simply what you don't know like it you might be afraid of the dark because you can't see what's there so you conjure up your own ideas and not understanding the thing behind it is a little bit scarier so in in hp lovecraft in event horizon there is this kind of technology uh that lets you warp multiple distances you know very fast and um that's how they end up trapped i don't, I don't want to give too much away but that you know i don't think that's a spoiler for it yeah yeah that's where the portal to hell comes from and you think yes. gosh if we did make warp drives what makes <laughs> us think that we would go to the place we wanted to go so the nice thing about sci-fi horror is that it it can defy your comprehension you know, there could be beasts and dimensions that uh, are beyond your understanding and forever will be and help reinforce the insignificance of your your existence compared to the vastness of the universe. And that's what H.P. Lovecraft does. That's very Lovecraftian, isn't it? So, sometimes yeah. I think I can get a bit, not lost in that sort of thing, but if you can, it can become a bit dissociated from real experience i still think that horror needs to you need to be able to associate with it in some way yeah if if you have a person experiencing it like a character you know the main character then uh, that's enough mm. for me i've never read any lovecraft but i have read a book called the fisherman oh i haven't got round to it yet I'm which sorry. is very lovecraftian apparently mm. um which I bought for you yeah, and had sent to your house with the expectation that you might read it, but obviously I, I, you haven't. I, I'll read it next, for, um, just in time for next year's uh, Halloween episode. Next year's, yeah, great. Uh, it's yeah. quite short, you'll get through it quite quickly, but mm-hmm. that has some of those issues for me where they're just, I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's very Lovecraftian and I don't necessarily relate to all of it. That's just a problem. Maybe my imagination isn't good enough. Yeah. Well, but sci-fi horror is great. You know, going back to Alien, I do like how towards the end, 
it's like the ship is against her when all the alarms are going off and the countdown is going down. That's something mm. which always seems to happen when you're on a spaceship. There's always a countdown timer at some point. Mm. Yeah, it's would... a very it's a very easy way to increase tension, tension. in any situation, especially video games. You just yes. Whoa there, Seb here, coming in with a little interlude. I'm about to make a huge gaffe. I'm about to say, you know that film which I just said was one of my favourite all-time movies? I'm about to get the director wrong. I'm going to say it was directed by James Cameron. Talking about Alien here. Of course, we know James Cameron directed the second movie, Aliens. The first movie was directed by Ridley Scott. Oh my God, what a plunker am I? I'm just warning you. Be prepared. Oh God, time is. But when you've got James Cameron and Sigourney Weaver behind it, it becomes very effective. Mm. Mm. So we've already named two of my all-time favourite horrors: The Exorcist and Alien. Do you have one which you'd like to put on the table? Um, These can be ones which readers or listeners. Um, readers can go away and watch if they've not seen before in the in the Halloween season in which we're I, in. I would highly suggest rewatching the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> Only because I really want to rewatch it now oh, that I've, I've brought God it up. Sake. And also, you could go to karaoke and bring out those songs, and people would go, "Oh yeah, I remember that," and you'd be. Charlotte was trying to get me to watch it the other day. I'm not against watching it, of course, but what song? Um, I, I don't know what the song... Oh, this is Halloween, this is Halloween. Oh, is that how it goes? Maybe it's not that good. <laughs> it's supposed to be, It's Tim Burton, isn't it? It's supposed to be yeah. back yeah. when he made good movies. If, if you want a fantastic horror that you probably can't see now because of the lockdown, you might be able to see it, is uh, The Woman in Black, the play... Oh my god. Right. Okay, Does that so, work? Can you actually be afraid if you're there in an audience? There you go. There you said it right there. Can, can you be afraid if you're there? Like it's <laughs> not just it's it's you're 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 much closer to the horror in in a mm. play. Um and you get the same effect at a cinema where other people scream. Yes. And it freaks you the hell out because it's terrifying. It's it, well, like they're, they're not just normal screams. They're people screaming because they're terrified. Terrified for their lives. What One of the best cinema experiences I ever had was watching the initial Paranormal Activity movie. Oh, God. And I... it was a packed screen and everyone was on edge the whole time. And, and uh, my friend afterwards was convinced that it was real. But right. This is the thing. A, he wasn't a very smart man. I think I haven't watched so many live-action horrors uh, and gravitate towards sci-fi uh, uh, horror stuff is because if it's too accurately portrayed in like real-life situations, uh, I can't cope. So I, I tend to stick with cartoons, uh, <laughs> books, which can't hurt you, and, um, and sci-fi stuff. But real... Par- like. I've not seen Paranormal Activity. I don't know if I, if I would. Oh, Paranormal Activity isn't that bad, particularly if you watch it at home. It's very low budget, and um, I think it's quite good. I made Charlotte watch it the other day. She oh, was oh. very unimpressed. What? Really? Yes. Well, Charlotte and I watched um, 
What's that movie with the cults? Charlotte really gets around, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. She's watching movies with me, watching movies with you. Oh, you watched uh, Midsommar? Oh, God. Oh, my God. I, I felt physically disturbed after watching that. And, and I would I t- say not strictly a horror. No? Do you think? No, I think it's a horror, but you would say it's level level one and level two. Well, is it level one and level three? I don't know if it hits level two. It's level three because the tone, you know that stuff is going to go wrong. Yeah, yeah. You know it's not going to be a happy... um, They're not just going to go to this commune and have a really nice time and then it's going to be the end of the movie. You know stuff's going to go down. I I tell you what's so manipulative and disturbing about the movie. It's because the sound... Because of the soundtrack. Um, Mm-hmm. And uh, as well as the costume design. It's very so, vivid, very colourful, and it's all in the day. Yeah, so they try to manipulate your feelings to like feel as though you're be. in being indoctrinated in the cult. They have like very jolly music, quite beautiful, very scenic and, and gorgeous nature scenes. All of the costumes are intricately designed, um, the paint work, and you can see that like there are times where something horrible is going on in the scene and the music subverts that and so what's disturbing is you're made to feel like what's happening is like natural and beautiful mm-hmm. and and it's not and I don't, and, and I don't really gore, remember the sound I'm going to have to rewatch it I think but the very first I think one problem with it is it overplays the gore the first time you see the gore yes. I it's shocking oh my god but then they overdo it and overdo it and it's a bit but it's still it's still it's still worth a watch if you like not sleeping at night I thought it was a very good film the first five minutes will have you thinking oh god what have I what have I gotten myself into (laughs) but that's quite a creative and artistic I would say it's a bit artsy Mm. It, it, it crosses over into the artsy side for me a little bit um, yeah, which isn't a bad yeah. thing, isn't necessarily a bad thing not as artsy as The Lighthouse though no mm. a good amount of artsy I think yeah it's the sort of movie where there's some subtext which you don't necessarily get at the end if you're like me mm. maybe I just overthink it I think I think you are, I think you are overthinking it I think it's just, it's a horror movie and it's like here's what can happen if you can't cope with grief mm-hmm and you're in a very unlucky situation. Mm-hmm. But um, on to lighter notes. Speaking about last episode, mm-hmm. we, we we mentioned very fat people. <laughs> yeah, five hundred ton people. Now, this is this, 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 half a ton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, half a ton. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, this is this is related to horror. It's kind of real life horror. Um, how how heavy do you think the heaviest person in the world is? What right now? Right now, still Living. alive. Yeah. Um, probably over half a ton. You're right there, but like, yeah, it, it, it's correct. It's over half a ton, but give 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 a what? give a number by a non insignificant amount. By a non insignificant amount. Five hundred and fifty. Kilograms? You're, you're, 
It's it's fifty million metric tons. What? Okay. What yeah. Are what are you talking it, about? It doesn't. It doesn't. It sounds strange, but actually, there's a person alive. It's hard to say person, but uh, have you ever heard of the name Henrietta Lacks? No. No. So Henrietta Lacks was a woman who had uh, cancer, and um, she she had her cells, her cancer cells, taken from her without her will to be used in medical research, and she died when she was about 60. And her cells, they discovered... The reason why they're, they're so pervasive in medical research is because her cancer cells are immortal. And they've been, they've been propagating them for decades. And so her cells are now... It's estimated the total weight of all her cells <laughs> exceeds 50 million metric tons. Wow. So if you want to be immortal... Is I mean, like that's 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 real horror. That's that is re- a bit. That's real life horror. That is a bit disgusting, actually. That's a bit squirmy. You you could imagine them making a movie out of that, and then it would grow its own um, consciousness, and then form a sort of gelatinous being. Yeah, roams around. I mean, technically, she's in in. I don't know. Maybe in twenty years, her cells will be the oldest human organism on the planet and 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 biologically immortal and tesco will be putting them into the lasagnas <laughs> well yeah oh god that'd be nice won't it okay um i think we should think about coming to a close okay i feel like we could talk for a very long time about this but we we gotta people what? don't want to listen forever <laughs> we will have to revisit horror i think because um I think there's so much to talk about. I it's love a good genre, and I, yeah. you need a horror education. I think I'm I, not even that that well versed in horror, and I've seen a lot more than you have. Clearly, mm, you know, I, I haven't I, watched any of the George Romero zombie movies, for example. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't really watched any foreign horrors, which are supposed to be some of the worst, so, some of the most disturbing yeah. martyrs. My I, oh yeah, this is good. My so Charlotte. Mm-hmm. My partner Charlotte. Um, I watched this really horrendous movie called Martyrs, a French movie, pretty much a horror. Um, Mm. The words which all the reviews use when they talk about it is nihilistic. It's a very Mm. oppressive, horrible film about. It's it's not a it's not a snuff film, is it? So snuff snuff for the the listener is like a movie where there's actual murder or or actual death in it. No, they're, they're all, they are actors, but it, it's it's kind of another cult movie where they capture people and torture them. I won't go into why, mm. but it's really horrible. Our our second date, I think, I invited myself. Well, I think well, she invited you, you, me to you, her house. You and me. Me, me and me and she. Oh, okay. Me and the good lady Charlotte, uh, and we watched Martyrs together. On your second I made, date, I made her watch Martyrs. I, because <laughs> I was talking to her about horror, and I said, "Oh, if you if you can make it through this movie, then then we'll be okay." And I made her watch that movie, and she seemed fine during it. Mm-hmm. She has since told me that she found it one of the most hor- horrific experiences 
of her life. Yeah. Then was just putting on a brave face, which she did very well. Wow. And she must really like you. <laughs> we did make donuts together as well, which made up for it, I think. Okay. Or well, on the same day, or or as like a mm. sort of palate cleanser. I think like the same pepper. day. Yeah, we made we made a batch. We made about twelve donuts. Um, no, for the, it was probably, for, for the movie. I think we made about eight donuts. I had one. She had one. Then I left them. I went home. I phoned her up the next day because I wanted some more, and she mm-hmm. said she had eaten them all. Oh my god! Really? <laughs> In bed that morning. So. Yeah. I'm sure she'll appreciate that story. That you're that's welcome. probably you're welcome, Charlotte. Comfort eating after the most horrific date. Probably, yeah. But then it was a jam donut, and I think that jam would give me um, flashbacks to the movie, to be honest. Oh, God. Oh, God. There's, but there, for, foreign movies, yeah. I, d- I, d- I don't want to give anything away, but there's like a sex scene, and it's a real sex scene. Or is that Nymphomaniac? Okay. What movie are you talking about? I think it's by the same director. Antichrist? Are you talking no, about Antichrist? No, nym- Nymph? Nymphomaniac? That's Nymphomaniac. not a horror. That's not a horror. Oh, okay. Antichrist is a horror by that director, um, Lars von Trier, and that's got um, a real sex scene right at the start. Is Lars von Trier the guy that does terrible, uh, terrible movies, like video game movies? No, no, that's, that's a jer- Uwe Boll. Oh, yeah, okay, so if you want real horror, like <laughs> genuine horror, go and watch the Mario and Luigi Super Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> I mean, that will have you absolutely disturbed. That wasn't Uwe Boll. He did Far Cry, I think. Oh, okay. The Far Cry. There's a Far Cry movie which he did. Um, wasn't very successful. Clearly. The the guy who made the Super Mario Bros. movie said it was his biggest regret. And um... <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah. I mean. It's disturbing that someone would try to make a movie out of plumbers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you, do you, so we're going to sign off shortly. Oh god, I feel like there's so much left unsaid. This the, we could drill down into any specific movie and and talk about it for hours. We we'll, we'll we'll revisit horror and perhaps put more of a this this might be a good idea. Maybe this experiment of actually having a theme. Mm. Maybe we need to have themes. Why yeah, has no one thought about this before? Right, okay, so the listener, uh, the one listener, please comment on our SoundCloud um, <laughs> and just let us know, do you like the uh, the rambling stuff or do you like the thematic stuff? It's still a bit rambly, isn't it? It's a bit of both. It's not going to not be rambly. I'm trying to make you talk about horror, you're trying to talk about Coward the Coward. Coward the Custardly Dog. <laughs> courage, Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage That's, the that is horror, though. That is horror. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Um, Do, sh- should we should we ask people to email us? Uh, yeah, if they can spell the the, the emails, Holt and Walt. So if you, you can email me, Seb, uh, my email address is Holt at Holt and Walt, two L's in Walt, W A L L T. dot com. Yeah. And uh, you can email me, and uh, it should be it should go to me, and that's Walt at haltonwalt dot com as well. Um, can't say I'll look at it. No, I, no I'll, I'll I'll look at it. We're gonna get flooded by email. Yeah, probably what one. Yeah, that's a bit ambitious, I think actually. But yeah, feel free. Just so you know, if you email 
you know, me or Seb, you'll you'll actually get me or Seb. You won't oh, get yeah. both of us. We don't have a shared email address. So Oh, I thought you meant it's not going to go to our staff, our, no. our receptionist, our PA. No, no. So it'll, it'll go to specifically the person you want to contact, which, which leads me on to a quick question for the listener, if you made it this far. Someone has <laughs> asked me, who, who, which one is, which fish is Holt and which fish is Walt? Oh, yeah. Good question. Um, am I the goldfish, or is or is Holt? I haven't even thought fish? about that. Let me have a look at the picture. I'm going to go to Spotify because we're on Spotify. There's a goldfish on the left, and then a yellow and black fish on the right. It's the angelfish. So, am I the goldfish or the angelfish? Uh, please, please let us know. Comment on the videos. Uh, not on the do videos. You, on the, on do the you know card. who it is? Do you have an idea? No, you made it. I, yeah, I mean, which which one fits your personality better? They're both they're both looking they're both pretty miserable. <laughs> <laughs> I I quite like. Okay, so right, Halloween. I've got one or two suggestions for movies. Okay, that you this, can watch this, this, this month. Um, suggestion number one. Now this this it's a bit of a. Um, derisive is that the right word derivative it's a bit of a derivative movie it's Mm. it's very doesn't break any new ground or anything but it's interesting because it was filmed during lockdown and it's done over zoom from all of the actors houses they've just done it from home uh and it's called host oh i've heard of that it's it's actually quite good it's not bad it's got a very paranormal activity that they they have an online seance there's five or six of them and they get together mm-hmm. to talk to the dead mm. and um and it goes pretty well so that's a good one seek yeah. that out okay is that a, is that is, that's that's new okay yeah filmed during lockdown yeah i'll i'll tell you a relative it's not old but it's it's not very old but uh i quite like the baba duke oh yeah because that involves a book and uh, some, uh, some uh, horror poetry, which you wouldn't expect, you know. Everyone harks back poetry. to um, The Raven mm. uh, by that famous writer. Ed. Uh, Edgar Allan Poe, that's it. Ed. Good, well remembered. Ed, yep. My problem with The Babadook is it's got a child in it, and it's he, he's really annoying. Uh, that That's one he thing. He ruins that film for me. Most children kind of ruined movies well I don't know I mean if you look at the others I've not seen that oh come on oh you know what I've never really seen The Sixth Sense oh well okay Haley Joel Osment child actor he's yeah. great in that that's yeah. a great film have you not watched it because you know what the twist is yes uh, it's still a good movie mm, I, it's I, still a good movie I don't know but I'm still sticking by my guns I, I would I would suggest the Secret of Nim. Old right, cartoon horror, quite disturbing. All right, I'll watch. Endeavor to watch Secret of Nim. Mm-hmm. And you watch um, Halloween, mm-hmm. <laughs> Exorcist, Friday the Thirteenth. I've seen The Exorcist. Oh, That's you've seen good. it. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, take no, the I like that. Off, then, um, what else haven't you seen? Pretty much every movie you've seen. The Thing. That's a good one to have seen. Yes. Yeah, have you seen like the Texas the Chainsaw Massacre? No, I haven't. 
because I've not seen that. Perhaps we should both watch that this mm-hmm. Halloween, this October, and then on next month's episode, we can talk about how disturbed we were by that film. Okay, that's a, that's a good place to end, isn't it? Yeah. Oh God, there's Future so much to teaser, talk about. teaser for the next episode. Yeah, if this episode is not already long enough. Okay. Um. So, thank you for listening. Mm, thank you for I listening you as always. Our very uneducated. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, we're not professional film reviewers. But yeah, uh, just so you know, Seb, um, we've been getting more listeners. We've had a listen from Pakistan. Oh. We've had a listen from a couple of listens from Brazil. Wow, we're worldwide. We've got quite a few from the UK, unsurprisingly, the US. Okay. Yeah, the Netherlands, mm-hmm. Germany, right, Ireland, okay, yeah, and Algeria. Really, one listen from Algeria. I don't know. I don't know what they they must have global. accidentally clicked on it. We're an international product. Yeah. So thank you, that one listener who keeps changing their VPN <laughs> location. Uh, I think all the ones from the UK are my mum, probably. Yeah, she's our top listener. Yeah, thanks, mum. My mum hasn't listened. She's listened to two, and only because I played them to her. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fair enough. Okay, all right. Let's um, let's say goodbye. Yeah, take it easy. Bye bye. Well, there you go. That's the end. Fifty minutes of your life you're not getting back. That's the real horror. I hope you all have a lovely Halloween. Um, since recording, so we've actually been quite quick here. We recorded this last Thursday. Today is Wednesday that I'm recording the intro and the outro, and I'm going to send it off to Alan. That's pretty boring, isn't it? You don't want to, you don't want to hear about that, but that's the truth of it. Normally it takes me probably about a month to get them out. So for us, that's impressive. And, uh, what was my point? Oh yeah. Since we recorded, I have watched the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and I will tell you now that it was very good and quite disturbing. So I implore you, during this spookiest of months, go out and find something which is going to scare you silly. All right. Goodbye.